It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. This is a Spiva Media production. It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. Hello there and welcome to my show. My name is Cindy Liming and I talk about all the things that I find to be awesome in this journey called life. By sharing what I find, I hope that you too will be able to create more awesomeness in your corner of the world. I hope you all had a wonderful long weekend. I've been getting over a nasty cold. I had to take a day off last week and then in order to teach my fifth graders, I had to type everything into Google Translate because projecting my voice was exhausting and it would cause me to go into a coughing fit. And if you don't know what Google Translate is, you can basically type in what you want to say and then this friendly automated voice says it out loud. And you can even have her translate what you type into several other languages. So that's how I educated last week. And oddly, the kids were silent, which is kind of funny because they could read what I typed and you don't really need your ears to read what's on the screen. Um, But I had it on the big screen for them and they could read it. And then every now and again, I would translate it into Spanish or Dutch or something like that. And they wanted to hear it. So perhaps I may have discovered the key to getting kids to listen. Don't talk, maybe. Use Google Translate? I don't know. But I'm glad to have my voice back for the most part. So today I want to talk about getting a positive mindset. I should start off by saying that this is not always easy for some. And I can say this due to experience. People who know me well know that life has not always been awesomeness this and awesomeness that. I've had my struggles just like everyone else, and I still do, but now with a positive mindset, I look at struggles more as challenges that I will overcome. I'll be completely upfront with you, and I know some of you can relate, but for example, getting a divorce can suck any shred of positivity that you might have right out of your very soul. And looking back, I was definitely a person that I did not want to be. So back to my original point, creating a positive mindset can take work, lots of work. And at the time, and this was several years ago, When I was in the middle of my divorce, I had to claw my way out of a very deep and dark hole to get where I am today. And I am still working on me every day. So there are loads of things that one must do to make a positive mindset become a part of who they are. 
And I had to turn um, myself around by surrounding myself with positivity, no matter which way I turned. So I cut loose negative people or I kept them at an arm's length. Um, at the time, uh, I was hiding, I would hide like negative posts and things on Facebook because it was like, um, things were really political. Um, it seems when I was in my negative dark hole and uh, Facebook was um, not a good place to be at the time because of the presidential election. So basically um, anybody that was putting nasty things on there, I, I, I had to hide them. Um, and then I would read books on positivity and I still do. And I listen to um, podcasts on positivity. And again, that's something I still do. Um, and then back when I was going through all of my junk, I would also hang positive quotes all over the house just to name a few things that I tried to do to get myself into a positive mindset. And then once I started making these changes, and it was baby steps every day, I started to feel better. I'm not going to lie. It's taken years. So if you're really struggling, let me just say that you are on your way right now by simply listening to this episode. You might not be in a better mood or have that positive mindset as soon as this episode is over, but you definitely are taking a step in the right direction. Anymore, I'm obsessed with learning about the positive mindset, personal development, and finding joy and happiness. In fact, that's why I'm here and why I created this podcast is to help you do the same. And why, is, why am I obsessed with this? Well, because it feels good. If you've been broken, getting your mind in the right place definitely helps you become whole again. Now, I meditate daily by using the Calm app, and lately I've noticed they've been uploading this thing called Master Classes. And I'm really weird about my habits and loyalty because I knew the Master Classes were there, but I'm a podcast girl, and the Calm app is for meditating, not for listening to a Master Class, which is very much like a podcast. Spotify is where I go for po for podcasts. So I didn't listen to any of the master classes for a while for a really dumb reason. But for some reason, one of the master classes caught my attention a few weeks ago. And it's titled Discovering Happiness by Sean At I think it's Atcher or Acker. Um, it's his last name is A-C-H-O-R. And I will include it in the show notes. However, I'm not sure if you're able to listen to it unless you have the Calm app. Um, but don't worry though, he also has a book called The Happiness Advantage, which I got on Audible, which by the way, Audible is giving my listeners a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. And you can get this deal by going to my website, which is www.yddoa.com deals. And I'll include all of this in the show notes as well. But anyway, I'm not going to give you a full summary of the book or the masterclass, simply because I feel that you should definitely check it out for yourself in its entirety. But I do want to share with you a few takeaways. So number one, if you are happy, you will be successful, according to Sean Acker's uh, masterclass. So if you are happy, you will be successful. Not the other way around. So let me say this again. If I am happy, I will be successful. Not I will be happy when I'm successful. 
So Sean Acker does, uh, he's done a ton of experiments and research on this very detail, which he talks at length in his book or in the master class. And I'm really not one who likes to read or listen to research, but what he did blows my mind. So again, you're going to want to check it out um, because I will do no justice on his research here. You're going to want to hear it um, for yourself. But think about this. So we tend to tell ourselves, I will be happy when and then fill in the blank. For example, I'll be happy when I graduate, or I'll be happy when I find my dream career, or I will be happy when I'm married, or I'll be happy when I have kids. So basically, I just said the American dream. So those of you who have accomplished all of what I just said know that this is not entirely true. And I can tell you this because I've done it. So like, for example, I've graduated three times. Once from high school, once from Hiram College, and then again when I got my master's degree from Cleveland State. So was I happy when it was done? Yes, but for a short amount of time. Um, I graduated. I had uh, the graduation parties, and then shortly thereafter I had to find a job. Now, finding a job is stressful. How about the statement, um, I'll be happy when I'm married? Well, I can say that now. I am happy now that I'm married to Bill. But like any other married couple, are we happy all the time? No. But for the record, he is a fabulous husband, and he thinks I'm pretty fabulous too. But we will both tell you that a lot of that fabulousness is due to the fact that we don't live together. So let's be honest here. But anyway, I know plenty of married couples who would laugh at that statement that, I will be happy when I'm married. And sadly, 50% of the general married public in our country would say that's not true and probably got a divorce. So um, how about I'll be happy when I find my dream career? Well, guess what? That's also not true. I have my dream career. And I'm doing what I went to school for. Am I happy with it? I'm definitely thankful for it. And I do have happy moments. But being a teacher is hard. And so, like, not all the moments are happy all of the time. So, yes, I have my dream job. Am I happy? Yes, sometimes. Um, how about I'll be happy when I have kids? Do my kids make me happy? Yes. When they're listening to me, cleaning something, doing a chore, etc., etc. Yes, my kids are five of my greatest joys. But do they stress me out? Yes, every day. They're all in sports or theater, so like whenever McKenna takes the stage, I stress. She got the flu the week of her performance a few weeks ago. Talk about stress. When Christian or Ethan get on the basketball court or the football field, we stress. Are they going to get injured? Are they going to pull off a win? Do I agree with the ref's call? I mean, watching our kids play sports is definitely stressful. Ethan and McKenna, both new drivers, stress. The three oldest kids are dating, stress. My eight-year-old Haley is now terrified to fly after Kobe Bryant's death, and we just booked a flight to Florida. That's stressful to me. Noah, he wrestles. It's just him and one other kid on the mat. That's a stressful thing to watch. Christian's going to college. It's just stress, stress, and more stress. Do our kids make us happy and proud? Absolutely. But again, let's be real. Having kids is more stressful than anything else I have ever done. You know exactly what I mean. The point is, stop saying, I'll be happy when, and then fill in the blank. So number two, so what then? 
The thing is, according to the master class in the book that I was reading by Sean Acker, you have to be happy and then you will be successful. So let's pick away at this for a moment. So I'm a fifth grade teacher. I see 130 kids each day and I have kids with all sorts of problems. And the ones with the biggest problems are the ones finding the least success. They are not happy for multiple reasons. I've had kids come to school dirty, hungry, and unhappy. And I'm sorry, but dirty plus hungry plus unhappy does not equal academic success. I have kids um, who uh, have anxiety and depression. That's a biggie. Lots. And they cry in class, and crying in class routinely does not equal success. So uh, how do we make kids or ourselves happy so that we or they can succeed? Well, I don't have, and I'm going to be honest, I don't have a surefire answer to that, that it can be fixed overnight um, or single-handedly. It's not going to be a quick fix. For the children who are dirty and hungry, our school has given them clean clothes and food when they got to school. And we've cleaned up kids and brushed their hair, brushed their teeth. Um, there's a program where food can be sent home over the weekend, but then what? So then how do we get the kids happy, or ourselves for that matter? And Sean Acker talks a ton about this in depth, and I won't be able to cover it all. But I can share a few things with you, and I'm going to share one thing with you today, and then I'll share some more of um, – his takeaways in future episodes, but I can't fit it all in one episode. So listening to Sean has inspired me to create a ton of content. So um, the first thing is gratitude, gratitude, and more gratitude. So the third thing I'm going to talk about is gratitude equals happiness. And this is true. And I just recently did an episode on gratitude, and um, I'm talking about it again now. And I'm talking about it again because it truly is a game changer. In episode 66, I talked about writing down three things you are thankful for daily. And you can catch that episode at www.yddoa.com slash 66. And Sean Acker suggests that um, taking that very same idea up another level. So I was just writing down like a list, like three things, one, two, three things that I was thankful for. He suggests writing down three different things that you are thankful for and why and no repeats. So like if you're thankful for your kids, you can't write that down every day. So if I were to answer that question right now, three things I am thankful for in the last 24 hours, what would I say? Well, I would say that I'm thankful for my husband. Why? Because he brought me coffee this morning and it makes me feel like a princess. Um, my second thing would be my mom for getting us dinner on a super, super busy day. And she does that often. And it, it's very, very helpful because there's lots of running around in my family. And my mom will often either get us dinner or make us dinner. And that helps a ton. Um, and then my third thing I would say is that I'm thankful for my dad for driving us to Christian's basketball game because it was kind of a drive. And I have to drive a lot, so it was nice to have a little break. So what would you say and why, though? So, like, if you're going to do this, like, list your three things, but then put why. So you might be thinking, how is this going to make me happy? Well, did you try it? Did you pause me and grab a pen and paper and write it down? No? Well, you should go try it, and I'll wait. You can just hit pause, and I'll be here when you get back. I don't know about you, but when I said my three things, 
I felt happy. Are you struggling with this though? Because I get it. I get it. You can get in a real dark place and you can struggle with finding three things to, to write that make you, that you're thankful for. I get it. Um, so it doesn't have to be anything super elaborate. So like, how about air? You're breathing. And that's something to be happy about. Breathing is a privilege denied to many. I know who, people who aren't breathing right now. So how about the trees that are supplying you with the air that you are breathing? There's two. How about hearing? If you couldn't hear, then you wouldn't be listening to me right now and you wouldn't be getting your daily dose of awesome. So see three things and why. It doesn't have to be anything elaborate. It can be very, very simple. Sean Acker says to do this for 21 days. So you've probably heard like of 21 day challenges and things like that. And according to research, um, doing something consistently for 21 days will form a habit. And I can say this is true in some circumstances because I've done things for 21 plus days. Um, I've done this with uh, becoming a morning person and with meditating and, um, and it totally has worked because I'm still a morning person and I still meditate daily. And, um, and it's worked with other things too. So 21 days is kind of true. However, I'm doing a 30-day jumping jack challenge right now, and I can't wait for it to be over with. And I can almost guarantee that I won't be doing jumping jacks once my 30 days are over. But with the whole gratitude thing, what do you have, what do you have to lose? You should try it. You'll feel better, even if it's just a little bit better. And to help you, I have created a cute free principle to write down your three things. And you can get it at my website at www.yddoa.com slash resources. But the thing is, knowing that you'll have to write something down that you're thankful for each day and why, you'll go through the day looking for things to be grateful for. Trust me, you'll be in a better mood because you'll realize all the things that you have to be thankful for. So that's it for today's episode. And like I said, there are other ways to get happy so um, that you're mostly happy and then you'll find more success. But I can't fit them all into one episode. But there is more to come, I promise. And I hope you'll find this useful in your daily life. And if you do, I would love it if you would share this with a friend. And like I said, um, I've not always had a positive attitude. But now that I do pretty consistently, I'm not happy all the time. Um, I'm way more successful than I used to be. I have accomplished a lot of things in my life ever since I've gotten over that uh, negativity hump that I was on. So um, you have to get happy before success comes. So don't wait. Life is too short. Let's continue the conversation in the Facebook group at www.facebook.com slash groups slash YDDOA. I would love to see your gratitude filling up my feed. You can also get me on Instagram at your DD of Awesome and on Twitter at Cindy Liming, which is C Y N D I, and Liming is L I M I N G. And also, please check out my website for all things awesome at yddoa.com. You'll find all the deals, resources, and links that I talk about on this show and all of the episodes. That's yddoa.com. Check it out and make it an awesome week.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.